Even to your old age I will be the same, and I will bear you up when you turn gray. I have made you, and I will carry you. I will sustain you and deliver you. And that is Isaiah chapter 46, verses 4. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Bridge Radio. And we are coming at you from the great state of Texas. I am your host, A.W. Varilla, and next to me, uh, co-hosting with me, uh, intern Tommy Daniels. Hello, hello, fellow Earthlings. <laughs> How are you doing today, Tommy? I'm doing swell. How about you? I'm doing good. Uh, just to give an update, uh, Steve and Leanne are still traveling the Midwest, uh, just picking up some things uh, for the ministry and uh, visiting family and visiting uh, uh, church back home. And, uh, and we're super excited what they're doing over there in the Midwest. So please keep them in your prayers. Uh, Steve will be out for the next several episodes. Uh, so as he is just preparing for uh, the grand opening here for Bridge Ministry. But Tommy, what have you been doing in the min- in the meanwhile as we are ready? Uh, well, excuse me, preparing to open. Yeah. So a little behind the scenes stuff, getting ready for our opening, hopefully shooting for August in the first week. Um, just website stuff, social media related Um, podcasting, just things in the background that a lot of people don't see. And then overall throughout the week, just engaging with college students and young Mm -hmm. adults in the community is a a huge part of of why I'm here in Laredo. Yeah. For you guys uh, that haven't heard, we are near the university here in the border town. We are near Texas A&M International University. So we are looking forward to just engaging the college students. We literally are like two minutes away just uh, down the road. So we are really hoping to uh, uh, engaging that uh, uh, age segment or age group. Uh, And Tommy is going to be very instrumental in reaching those young adults. Please, please, please subscribe to Apple, Android, and Google uh, Radio, Stitcher Radio, sorry, not Google Radio, Stitcher Radio, and please visit our website at bridgemenlaredo.org, and we're also on Spotify. Um, Today, we have a first-time guest. Um, I know that Leanne wishes she could be here. Uh, just because his author has written another book that has just been very impactful on her life. But today we're having Dr. John Dunlop, and we're going to be talking about his book, Retiring Well, Strategies for Finding Balance, Setting Priorities, and glory, Glorifying God. Um, this is a, a first-time topic about retiring, so um, it's going to be very interesting because when I was reading uh, the book, uh, there was a lot of things that just was brought up to my mind. Um, Dr. Dunlop uh, also wrote uh, Finding Grace in the Face of Dementia. Uh, it's one of the books that just really has impacted uh, uh, Leanne, who is uh, the vice president of Bridge Ministry. Uh, so I'm sure she'll hear this podcast, but I'm sure she wishes she was here with us, Tommy. But uh, hopefully he can come back and actually uh, um, do another book review with us at Bridge Radio. Um, we have our Spanish conference coming up in November. So we're going to start promoting that. So be on the lookout on the website and social media of updates about the Spanish conference here in, L- in Laredo. We are super excited uh, for this. Uh, th- this is the second annual Spanish conference. And uh, this year, the border is open. Hopefully, we'll get more of that um, Mexican 
uh, community to come over so they can hear uh, uh, some truth with the the conference. Uh, anything else, Tommy? No, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited to get started. All right. Well, why don't we get this podcast started? Dr. John Dunlop practiced geriatric medicine for 38 years and taught in bioethic program at Trinity International University. He now lives in New Haven, Connecticut, where he taught at the Yale School of Medicine. Uh, Dr. Dunlop is the author of Finishing Well to the Glory of God, Wellness for the Glory of God, and Finding Grace in the Face of Dementia. Welcome, Dr. Dunlop, to Bridge Radio for the first time. Oh, thank you. It's a privilege to be with you. Well, uh, we really are excited to have you on. Uh, Like I mentioned before the podcast, one of your other books has been very impactful for uh, the president's wife, uh, Finding uh, Finding Grace in the Face of Dementia. So again, I just want to say thank you for what you're doing for the glory of God. Um, but today, uh, we're going to be talking about your, uh, latest book, um, retiring well strategies for finding balance, setting priorities, priorities and glorifying God, uh, by Crossway publishing. But doctor, before we begin, um, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how God drew you to saving faith? Oh, I'd love to. I was privileged to grow up in a very strong Christian home and probably knew the gospel well before uh, I was five. And uh, when I was eight, I remember being very convicted that I was a sinner and was not going to heaven and began to really have a fear of death. Mm. and. I, I one night my was sleeping for reasons I don't don't remember in my parents' bedroom. They were leading an intervarsity Bible study, and my dad was explaining the gospel. And my aunt was there, and she came in and said, "Johnny, have you ever accepted the Lord?" And I of course said yes, knowing that I I hadn't. Hmm. But that night, I. Uh, knelt down and prayed and asked God to, to save me. And that, that was a life changer. Mm. Well, yeah, um, that is just amazing. I, I love hearing the testimony, how God draws, uh, himself to, to our authors. Um, so, uh, doctor, um, what led you to write this book retiring? Well, um, as I was going through your book, it was really impactful for me because uh, uh, I am 42 years old. Um, I really haven't even thought yet in that realm of retiring. But going through your book, it was really making me think a lot. Um, your first uh, chaptering determ- your first chapter on page 24, de- uh, determining your priorities, um, can you just talk about that uh, first? What led you to write the book, and then maybe we can transition over the first chapter of your book. Yeah, well, I'll step back a few years further uh, and I say that about fifteen years ago, I realized that my goal in life as a geriatrician and a committed Christian should be to begin to work on the nexus of those two passions. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, I felt that my purpose from then on was be to would be to help the church, help the saints make end of life decisions that would glorify God. So it started with my book on finishing well to the glory of God, where I talked about just as believers, how do we make end of life decisions? You know, if if it looks like God's calling us home, how aggressive should we be with our medical care? Mm. Or as I say it, is heaven so bad you have to fight too hard to keep out? <laughs> uh, and and then realize that uh, as as we as we get older, sometimes we lose sight of what wellness truly is. Mm. And wellness is not necessarily going to the gym and being able to run marathons. But wellness is uh, living with a passion for God and his glory. And then the the third book, as you mentioned, was uh, Finding Grace in the Face of Dementia. I mean, over my years of practice with seniors, so often have I heard people speak of the tragedy of dementia. And and it is tragic. Mm. But it is also in God's control. And God can glorify himself, even in the midst of that tragedy. And uh, it's so important that we recognize that. So the the, the, the fourth book then kind of completes the, uh, the, the group, which is thinking about how our retirement years, which can be so rich for God and his kingdom and filled with so many wonderful experiences, can actually be to God's glory. So that's a longer answer than you asked for, but uh, uh, that's that's where I've been. Yeah, no, I, I really appreciate that. Now you start off on page 24 of your book, determining your priorities. Can you just expound on that a little bit more and, and why starting off there in your book? Yeah, we start with priorities because the word priority means first thing. Mm. And uh, that's really where we need to to be thinking, what 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 is God calling us to in our years of retirement? And uh, uh, as with all of life, God calls us, first of all, to glorify him. And uh, then we begin to break that down and say, okay, how do I do that? And we have to decide where where does family fit in? Where does our previous occupation fit in? Where do our social relationships? And how do all these things pull together to allow God to be honored and glorified through our lives? Um, one of the things that I found interesting in your book, you, you, you say, I've watched many of my patients retire. I've seen some do it well. They are happy and have a sense of fulfillment about changing their worlds. Others have retired poorly. They focus on themselves and their own happiness and comfort. And one of the things, and and I'm just going to speak on my parents. Uh, My dad passed away six years ago um, at the age of 83. But uh, when he retired, when he was in his, uh, he might've been 67. Um, I, I was sad. My dad, my dad was a believer, but, uh, I, f- I felt that, uh, um, he could have been doing more in retirement, but that's just my personal opinion, but just kind of being an, an observer. And one thing, just reading your book, I was like, y- you're just 
stating some things where somebody can find purpose uh, in, in in what they're going to be doing after those those years, which is very impactful for me to read. But um, but as I'm just uh, as I was just reading, how how do you th- why why do you think that we we're living in a society where oh, I'm looking forward for retirement so I can just sit around and do nothing. It's basically what I've kind of come across. Um, But maybe you can explain that a little bit more for us. Yeah, I think my observation is for people who think they're going to sit around and do nothing, do something. Mm. They die early. (laughs) And Um, most of the people don't want to do that. Yeah. But even, even the scientific research Hmm. bears that out yeah can and, you share some of that what what kind of stats or data have you seen on that you know I, I one study and this was an old study but I, it showed that the average person who just gave up work and didn't do anything that was really productive died about five years earlier than other people oh wow now this is a good segue to uh start talking about your sec the second uh chapter um on page 36, you said uh, you start off with retiring at the right time. Why is retiring at the right time so important? Well, it, it fits in with the, those first comments of uh, work does a lot of good for us. Mm. I mean, it gives us purpose. It gives us uh, usually it gives us a lot of friends. It allows us to get to the end of the day and say, okay, that was time well spent. Uh, but there is comes a time when it is appropriate to uh, give up our full-time work and start choosing other things, which perhaps will have more spiritual value. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I never even thought about that and in, in, in how you just point out in your book, because I, I don't know. I, I think this is, I'm just so fascinated by the topic because, um, again, we don't want to give everything away in the book. We do want you to get the book. <laughs> um, but some of your, your, the chapter headings, um, again, retiring at the right time. Like how, if somebody's listening, well, when is the right time to, to retire? Like, you know, do I, I know in your book, you talk about what happens if you retire too early or you retire too late. Um, can you point some of those things out that you were just talking about, a retiring early or retiring later, and the effects that that might have on somebody? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I would would mention I chose not to discuss finances mm. in writing this book, mm-hmm. uh, but th- those are important. Yes, and uh, you, th- there's a right time financially to retire. But go to your financial counselor, not to your doctor, to get that <laughs> that advice. And uh, uh, but but given the fact that uh, your uh, savings and social security, etc., uh, have accumulated enough that you can comfortably live the lifestyle that God calls you to, mm. not necessarily the most extravagant lifestyle, uh, then. Uh, you you want to think about other other issues, and I think the key question is: Will I bring more glory to God by continuing to work, or by retiring and being involved in other things? I'm I'm curious, Doc, 
Dr. Dunlop, in, in your conversations with people, what about the young adult population overall? What's been like the feedback from like college young adult population? Because I'm a young lad at, at 25 young years old. Um, I, I'm not necessarily thinking a whole lot about retirement, but I, I think a lot of people my age just don't think about it at all completely. So how what's been your feedback talking with like the young adult population about this particular thing? Well, my advice is that you set up your finances in such a way that you will have a, a very comfortable uh, amount 20, 40 years from now. Beyond that, I would think grow in Christ, get to know the scriptures well, uh, walk with him day by day, and uh, allow that to be the foundation for your life now, and it will continue to be the foundation of your life 40 years from now. I think it ties back into, you know, in your book, you stated retiring at the right time. You also have to think about retiring, you know, in general, you have to think about it. So I, I appreciate that advice, Dr. Dunlop. Yeah. yeah. I, I really... and you, you also, as you get further into the book, you, you'll find that I I'd recommend that after you retire, you need to just pull back. Mm. I call it taking a sabbatical, reprogram yourself, relax. You don't have to get up at 5 o'clock every morning. You don't have to work 14 hours a day. Uh, just learn to enjoy life without all that pressure. And during that time, then start thinking about what you're going to do in your retirement, how, or how you're going to serve. But take plenty of time to, to regroup and uh, learn to live without that pressure. I really enjoy that you quoted the great New York Yankee philosopher, Yogi Berra. You say, if you don't know where you're going, you might not get there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really, really appreciate that. Um, I did want to talk about uh, now as we move forward. And uh, again, as we are going through your book a little bit, um, why is retiring at the right place important? That was something that just stood out to me while we were we were going through through your book. Um, you you start off with the right time, now the right place. Why is retiring the right place important? Well, very much because where we are very uh, very much defines our priorities. Mm. I mean, my Dorothy, my wife, is three years younger than I. When I was sixty seven, we I was working full-time, like 50-hour weeks in medicine, had done that for many years. I, I was, I, it was God's calling, but I was tired. Mm. And Dorothy was a professor of medicine at uh, Northwestern Medical School. And we, we decided that when I retired, uh, we would move out east here to be close to our two sons and their families. Mm. And we decided to make that our priority. And Yale was willing to let me work for another six years, uh, halftime, and Northwestern let Dorothy uh, work and run her research team remotely. Mm. So she worked for six years in her study here in New Haven, and uh, that just worked out beautifully. And as we began to think about, well, what else are we going to do once we retired fully, our, our son, who lives here, uh, announced that he, he, he and his wife were having twin boys. Mm, wow. 
and since they live a mile from us and they had two kids uh three and five we we knew what god was calling us to mm. and we've just enjoyed those two little guys oh that is immensely. amazing and sounds wonderful um, one of the things that you talk about in your book and in, in, in the section of retiring the right place was church, uh, wherever we choose to live. And I quote, uh, it is important to consider the consideration is our ability to get to a strong church. Um, why is it important, uh, to be at a strong church and, uh, in your latter years of retirement? Oh, our church will probably become, and certainly for us, it's the center of your social life, mm. your your best friends. Mm. It's, it's not the only. I mean, we want to keep friends with people who don't love Christ, but uh, our, our closest friends. And as we get closer to the end of our lives, they're going to be the support system that helps strengthen us mm. and helps help us through our later days. I know our kids will certainly play their role too, but a lot of it is from church. So tonight we are going to a uh, picnic for our Wednesday night small group, and we'll just have kebabs together and uh, enjoy our time with with these folks. And they range from 20 to, to 70. Yeah, I, I love that you mentioned in your book uh, that the gathering with uh, with church folks, with with brothers and sisters in Christ from different age groups, just not your uh, just age age group, but younger, middle, and older, uh, playing an importance of having that diversity of age group within uh, gathering together. And and I know that I've found uh, uh, very helpful and encourage. Um, by older people in my church who, um, in community, I've got, I've come to them. My wife has gone to them just to get their wisdom and how that has, has, has played an important role when, you know, things are not so, not going so great, you know, and I appreciated the wisdom of our, our older uh, brothers and sisters in Christ who have been just very instrumental in our lives. Yeah, you know, you're growing up in a different era than, than I did. Mm. I mean, my generation coined the term generation gap. Mm. And young people in my, when I was in my 20s, they rarely would go to someone who's older for advice. Mm. And uh, we find it so refreshing. So we live right right off the campus of a large university, and we just love having the contact with the younger people. In fact, I remember at church a couple of years ago, a young lady came up to us and she said, you guys have gray hair. Could I ask you some questions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Were, were, were you just like, did you just like, sure. Or were you just like, I don't know where this lady's coming from. <laughs> um, why don't we move on? Uh, Dr. Dunlap here. Um, let's move into um, one of your sections that you point out as love God. Uh, why Why that section in your book, love God in retiring well? That's the section that talks about finding balance. 
I mean, for, for years in my geriatric practice, I saw people getting into their 50s and 60s, and they would come in and say, Dr. John, my life is just out of balance. Mm. And th- th- these were many Christians. And by that, they meant I spend so much time with work that I really don't have the time I want for what's more important. Mm. Usually they meant family and the Lord. Uh, They were talking, spending a few moments each day, reading a passage of scripture, quickly praying, and did not have that walk with God, which they wanted. And in the book there, I talk about Mary and Martha. Mm. Mary and Martha, the friends of Jesus. Jesus came for dinner, and Mary was busy. Oh, Mary Martha was busy preparing the dinner, and Mary said to Jesus, "She's, you know, she." I, Martha said to Jesus, "Mary's just not helping. I'm doing this all by myself." And uh, Jesus said. Well, Mary, sitting at my feet and listening to my teaching, has chosen the more important thing. Mm. And uh, uh, as we look at our lives, as we anticipate retirement, we need to make sure we have that proper balance between loving and enjoying and savoring Jesus and serving people. Yeah, I like that you point out that uh, God's glory must therefore be our greatest value, our highest priority, and the overriding goal of our lives. Everything else we value must be secondary and a means to display God's glory. And I know in that section you, you, you speak about spiritual discipline and having a spiritual discipline uh, in retirement um, to be able to make sure that we are doing the things that we need to be doing uh, to live uh, a, a, a very spiritual life. Um, and, and you suggest this, uh, various practices in your book, um, which I really, really appreciate. Yeah, it's, it's such a privilege for me now. I mean, I we still get up early mm. and I get some breakfast and get some coffee and then sit down usually for an hour to an hour and a half and just have that time with the Lord uh, in his word and in prayer. <laughs> what, what, a, what a privilege. What a contrast it was to having to be at the hospital at 6.30 every morning. Yeah. Can you just talk about just maybe that transition of maybe not going into work at your, you know, your regular job that you've done? Uh, for, you know, 51 years, I believe, is that you mentioned that you were practicing in medicine full-time. Is that correct? Well, that included my training years, yeah. Yeah, your training years. And how do you get over just stopping what you're doing and just that work and transitioning over where, you know, some people that might be listening, they're like, well, I, I had purpose. I was waking up at this time and I was with, you know, my my work friends and family, work family. And, and now I'm just done. And maybe we can address this as, as we start talking about avoiding uh, destructive pitfalls uh, in, in one of your other chapters, if that's that that's there. Um, but you let me know. Yeah, I mean, you just have to be intentional. Mm. You say, this is what I need to do and then do it. 
and it may help to talk to someone who's recently retired. Mm. May help to talk to a pastor and help them get you on the road to enjoying more time with the Lord. And uh, uh, for for me, I mean, through my working years, I, I I was pretty disciplined to spend one night a week to two and a half hours in studying scripture, mm-hmm. and uh, just verse by verse, getting through uh, all the chapters and figured uh, it would take most of my life to do it, but was able to do that. <laughs> and now I have that two and a half hours every morning. <laughs> oh, that's, so. that's absolutely great. So um, I think that as uh, we're going to be talking about here, avoiding destruction pitfalls uh, in retirement, you, you mentioned that in uh, you point out sin. Uh, you you say, and I quote: "Many of us get to retirement with a host of ungodly attitudes and behavior. Uh, retirement is a good time to examine our lives, and with the help of the Holy Spirit, we can to begin to weed out these negative traits." Can you uh, just talk about those things uh, in, in, with just sin and attitudes that might? rear the heads as we we're we're older and you know we're not as young and we're not working as much but where are those how do we avoid those pitfalls well first of all it's done by the help of the holy spirit Mm. and uh, uh it comes as we pray for his strength his grace his wisdom uh but uh i i had an interesting time several years ago i was speaking at a uh, a conference of senior Christians, and uh, I was getting to this point uh, in one of my other books and uh, talking about the sins of old men. Mm. And I, I, I got a group of about 20 together, and I just asked them, okay, you know, what are the sins that you're dealing with in your life right now? And uh, it was fascinating, mm. but the the overwhelming majority started by saying it's too much of focus on myself mm. i i too much worried about how i'm feeling how i'm doing uh, and my own comfort worried about my medical future uh, what diseases am i going to develop mm. and uh, i thought that was very instructive but helpful to share with other people that that's certainly an issue to be avoided. And I think you, you talk about in your section as maybe a selfish independence of where, where being overly independent can lead us to being so stubborn that others find it difficult to want to help or provide care for us. Is, is, is that one of those things where, you know, it, it absolutely is, but not just, uh, not just for seniors. Yeah. yeah that's, yeah, that's <laughs> I true. <laughs> Two year old grandson, a couple of years ago, I was helping get out of his car seat mm. and he pushed me away and said, grandpa, <laughs> I can do it myself. I don't need your help. Grandpa. I said, Judson, you're going to say that for the next 90 years. <laughs> That's great. I'm assuming he's not still sitting there, right? (laughs) 
Well, um, Dr. Dunlop, as we started uh, landing this plane, um, what kind of words of encouragement that you may give our listeners right now who uh, are retired, uh, thinking about retirement maybe early, uh, where they're j- where they're just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, but besides getting your book that you must get, but uh, what are some words of encouragement that you might want to give our listeners? Well, I would encourage them to just really further develop their spiritual lives, mm-hmm. spend time in the Word, spend time in prayer, uh, spend time with God's people, and then with your spiritual uh, life built up, then reach out to a world who needs to know the Savior. I love that you mentioned earlier about building those routines in your earlier years. So that way, when you hit retirement, you already had like those routines in your spiritual disciplines. And so that's a huge encouragement for me right now to build those good spiritual routines, as, as you mentioned. So that way, Lord willing, if I do get to the retirement age, I have those routines as as the Lord has brought you through as well. Yeah, go for it, brother. <laughs> go for it. Wow. Well, uh, thank you very much for that, Dr. Donlop. Um, Romans 10, 14 uh, says, how will they call on him who they've not believed? And how will they believe in whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? Are you able to share share the good news, uh, the gospel today to our worldwide audience? Oh, first thing is just to recognize how sinful you are and how how awful that is in the sight of your creator god but then realize that even though you may be more sinful than you've ever imagined he loves you more than you could ever believe and his love sent jesus into the world to the cross to die and pay the penalty for those sins and you need only accept it and trust him and uh, uh, he will forgive your sins and prepare you for an eternal life with him in glory wow yes amen 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 uh ladies and gentlemen please Please go get out the book, Retiring Well, Strategies for Finding Balance, Setting Priorities, and Glorifying God by Crossway Publishing. Uh, Dr. John Dunlop, thank you very much for joining us today on Bridge Radio. I hope that we can have you back. Maybe we can interview you for one of your other books. And do you have any other future books that you're going to be writing? Uh, We would love to be the first one to interview you. Um, for our worldwide audience. Well, thank you. I'm not anticipating more writing at this point. <laughs> okay. But uh, one thing before we close out this podcast, um, where can people find you if you want to be found? I don't know if you're on social media, any website or anything like that where um, people may want to follow up with uh, any questions or anything like that. I would be more than happy for people to contact me. Best way is by email. Uh, I'm my email is J Dunlop D U N L O P M D at gmail.com. 
Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you have any questions on any of Dr. Dunlop's books, uh, uh, but any specific question about this book, Retiring Well, please contact him. Dr. Dunlop, thank you for joining us. Uh, You have a blessed week and a blessed day, and hopefully we can have you again sometime soon here on Bridge Radio. Well, bless you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes this week's episode with Dr. John Dunlop on his new book, Retiring Well, Strategies for Finding Balance, Setting Priorities, and Glorifying God by Crossway Publishing. Tommy, what did you think about that uh, interview? Man, I I loved it so much. I took a bunch of notes. Um, One thing that pointed out to me, maybe the most, was he said, wellness living is a passion for God's glory. And so it's like always having God's glory in mind, always having his kingdom in mind, not just in your babe in the faith years when you're on fire, but also in retirement, always living in light of his kingdom. Yeah, that was uh, for for our listeners out there who are on the verge of retiring. But even for you younger folks, when I say younger, maybe you're in your early 40s, mid 40s, 50s and 60s and just thinking about that, please go get the book. Um, he was, uh, there was a lot more that we couldn't discuss in the podcast. Obviously we only have a certain amount of time, but please go get out the book because his strat, his strategies and finding balance are, are absolutely great. And the one thing that he does is that at the end of each chapter, he has questions to ponder on, uh, which I love when books do that. So after you're done reading the chapter, he does have some questions in the end of the book and they will make you think. Um, again, you know, as we get older, as you start facing retirement, you know, body starting to break down, that's the reality. You're not able to do as much, but, uh, you know, he has these strategies in place for you to find balance. Uh, again, what are you living for in your retirement years? Is it for yourself or is it to the glory of God? And, and he does point out when you refocus yourself towards God and in his purpose for you in your latter years, you're going to find contentment in life. Um, and, and that's really, really, really exciting. Um, and the joy that you have in Christ um, in your retirement years. Again, I, I think it's a blessing that people that are able to live in their latter years. Uh, again, we're, we're, we're there to, to glorify God. You know, there is a purpose why God has kept you alive so long and it doesn't stop when you retire at 67 or 65 it just means that you get to start a new uh, phase in life uh, to do the things that you're going to do and and enjoy uh, your latter years yes and for God and it doesn't mean that we don't enjoy the things that we have prepared for uh, use our finances or resources our experience or wisdom to bless others during that time because I know that uh, again like I mentioned in this podcast I have been blessed by uh, older people and their wisdom for sure I agree completely agree again guys go get out the book uh, retiring well strategies for finding balance uh, setting priority priorities and glorifying God um, by crossway publishing uh, please please don't forget to follow us on Facebook Instagram Twitter and YouTube And like we always like to end the show, what is your only comfort in life and in death that I am not my own, but belong body and soul in life and in death to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. Till next week. Till next week.